Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, if you want it, review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, TV news, and some comic book news as well. Today is the 78th episode of the podcast, which is happening on October 2nd. So, in thumbs up, thumbs down, it's the first section. And what I normally do is um, give my opinions on things that's happening in the movie news world, even some TV news world, and even some like images and stuff like that, and trailers. So, I normally give a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in a circle. So, the first thing I have here is um, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, that's the right Tom, um, Tom Hanks has a picture out of him dressed up as um, Mr. Rogers. So, if you haven't heard, um, he's portraying Mr. Rogers in a um, biopic movie that should be kind of cool, kind of um, nice. The picture they have here is actually pretty sweet. He looks very, very close to Mr. Rogers. Now, the one thing I want to know and what I actually want to see is a trailer with him actually speaking. Because that, that's the only thing I um, kind of um, have re- reservations on just because... He looks the part. He looks perfectly fine. Like, I could see him being Mr. Rogers. He he transforms quite nicely into the role. And you kind of see Tom, but, but you see mostly Mr. Rogers. So I kind of want to hear him and how he speaks. And I want to see how he um, moves around, how he reacts. Because I really want to see that aspect of him. Because otherwise, he, he's spot on for the most part. It's one of those things where it's hard to find characters that meld in properly with your your personality and whatnot because i know some folks when they do biopics they look nothing like the person they're portraying and then sometimes they look kind of like the person portraying but when they're speaking and their mannerisms is totally off so hopefully this is a, a realm where they both match up properly where he's portraying the character nicely where he looks the part and that he's actually sounds the part, kind of, or at least he embodies the the presence of the character. Because because sometimes it's hard to get the same voice as the the um, character, just because their voice might be a little off, a little bit crazy, and you can't really match it properly. But for Mister Rogers, I feel that his voice should be easily matched, especially for Tom. Um, he should be able to handle that quite nicely. And I can see I can see great things come from this. the The story of Mister Rogers is actually an interesting one. Um, he's fighting a lot of um, social justice um, issues back in the day. Um, I believe he had one of the first um, black people on his show, which is kind of cool. And I didn't realize that when I was watching the show back in the day. So it's kind of cool to see that he was actually fighting for a lot of rights of people. So I really want to see his biopic. I am kind of excited that Tom is playing this character and hopefully it's good uh, right now I gotta wait for a trailer and I'll give my final thoughts but for now it's a thumbs up based on this picture alone that shows him dressed up as Mr. Rogers and he has a book on his lap too so it kind of gets the Mr. Rogers neighborhood feel and vibe so far so for me that's a definite thumbs up next thing I hear is um Ryan Reynolds just got um starred and casted in the um free guy movie so this movie is basically like a truman show kind of um um spinoff kind of thing not really spinoff but kind of in the same kind of vein so ryan reynolds character is going to be a bank teller that is 
that realizes that he's in a video game and that he's a background character in the video game, which is kind of cool in the in retrospect, just because they could do quite some, they could do quite quite a few good things with this thing. Um, hopefully, when they do bring like a, a better synopsis or a better, you know, um, um, plot for this movie, that it tells a little bit more. Because that's all they mentioned. That's that one line of he's a background character, and that um, the person who made the night of the the um, museum is gonna be directed. So for me, when I'm hearing that, I'm like, all right, that sounds good. Um, those two things mixed together is a good match, and it sounds like it'll be a, a good property as long as it's done right. So far, so far, it sounds good. I really wish there was more information just because when I hear um, a Truman Show kind of like um, field vibe, I'm thinking that they're going to follow him. They're going to, he's going to realize he's in there. He's going to interact with other folks and characters that might try to stop him from trying to go to the forefront. That, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that he's a background character. He wants to become the main character and everyone else in the background is trying to stop him and say, get in line. So it kind of feels like the Emoji movie mixed with um, Wreck-It Ralph and mixed with all those movies put together into one. And like um, the Lego movie as well. It's like, all right, stick in your lane, that kind of thing. And his character might be coming out of the lane to make sure he's in the forefront. Which for me, I wouldn't mind. And the fact that Ryan Reynolds is in this um, role, it should be a pretty funny and interesting role. Which he, he plays this character as well. There hasn't been too many bad movies from Ryan Reynolds. There's been like a one or two here and there, but for the most part, his characters have been spot on, whether it be um, drama, action, or even comedy. So for me, thumbs up so far from hearing that they casted him in this role particularly. Just because Truman's story with Ryan Reynolds should be a great um, mix and match, and the guy from Night of the Museum is directing, that should be good too. Because it reminds me of um, Jim Carrey with the Truman Show. And that one just, it just brought back the feels and vibes of it. And seeing that Ryan Reynolds is going to be doing something similar to it, it should be good. So for me, definitely thumbs up. The next thing I have here is um, Netflix is trying to do a more interactive TV show um, for the viewers and fans for their um, service. So right now they have um, a couple of things in the works right now to expand this from their kid universe to the actual mature TV shows. So right now, the interactive TV experience is with um, Puss in Boots. So if you actually watch Puss in Boots, you can interact with the actual show and pick whatever you want on the show and make the show different, which is a quite interesting kind of vibe. This reminds me of... The books back in the day, I can't remember what the name of the books were, but you're able to choose the path of the hero, and they had like a good set, like four or five sets of um, things you could do to make the, the story completely different, which is kind of cool. I wouldn't mind seeing more of that kind of interaction, just because um, th- those kind of things will make a, a movie, or not a movie, make a, a TV show better. Um, depends on what it is. Like, if it's a, a, a TV show that's too advanced, then it might muddle a little bit. Just because if you have, like, three or four different endings that are 
totally different, that some are good, some of them are kind of horrible, then you might you might sully the, the show a little bit. But at the same time, if they if they attack this the proper way, I can see it becoming a good thing. And hopefully there's not too many endings. Hopefully they offer like three different endings, which is the max you should have. Because any more endings of that, then you have to reshoot quite a few things. And then folks will have to see all all the endings just to see what exactly happens. Just because when you do this kind of things, you always want to see all the the different possibilities. I remember back in the day when I was reading the books that had the different um, outcomes you could pick out. I used to pick every single one and I go through one line and then come back and then do another one and keep on going until I figured out everything in the whole story. Just because, you know, you really want to see what exactly happens from um, point A to point B and what changes when you pick different things and the ability to go back and change. It's such an amazing ability. Um, I know for the book series that I was reading, like one line, it ended the story really fast, and another one, it had the story going for quite some time. So I like to see exactly what TV shows they want to bring this to, and um, how many possibilities they're trying to introduce into the the actual TV series itself. And if it makes sense, then awesome. If it doesn't, then don't don't even try even do it. You know, and hopefully not every TV show gets the same kind of um, treatment. Hopefully there's only like three or four shows per year that gets this treatment and they have to be like like stories that are built for it not just random stories where it's like pick this random thing that you want to have these superstars do and it feels like a weird kind of um interaction to things hopefully it's like something where it's like certain tv properties where it fits well like i know the um um the black series i can't remember the name of the series but the blacks are pitch black. Is it pitch black? Black Mirror. Yes, Black Mirror. Black Mirror would be perfect just because there's so many twists and turns and it, it go left field real fast. So I'm seeing that that's going to be one of the first ones to have it for the mature audiences. And I can't wait to see exactly what comes about with this whole interactive TV. So for me, I give it a thumbs up just because I'm all about the interactive as long as it's done well. So yes, thumbs up. So the next thing I have is a bunch of trailers. So the first trailer I have here is Rocket Man. So this one is um, a, another biopic, and um, Taron Edgerton is actually playing the the main cast member as um, Elton John. So for me, I can be honest, um, I get this one three quarters thumbs down just because um, Taron doesn't look anything like. Sir Elton John, and for me that that's a distracting thing because every time you see the character, you're you're taken out of the movie. The songs the songs are good. The song choice is amazing. You can hear the voice. It, it sounds like it's gonna be a, a cool concept, but I feel like every time I see him, that I'll be taken out of the show, and that's not good at all. It's just one of those things where they they should have did better with like the makeup. And made him seem different. And that would have made me see less of his face. Just because he's such a great um, actor. And now he's in like uh, the Robin Hood movies. He's in the Kingsman movies. You've seen his face more times than not. And you need to hide his face just a little bit. 
or even change a couple features so his face isn't as prominent in these roles just because if he doesn't look anything like the, the person he's portraying, then every time he comes on screen, you're going to be like, oh, that's Taryn and not Sir Elton John. Like, I, that, that's for me, that's his face just took it out the whole movie. And every time he, they played a song, I was like, oh, the song is good. And he saw his face and it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's supposed to be um, Sir Elton John. I keep on forgetting that. But, you know, it feels like they're doing a cover of the songs instead of it being him himself actually playing the, the actual um character. So for me, that's the reason why I get a three, three quarters way down, just because the portrayal was fine for singing, but for visual, it's, it's not good at all. And, and that, for me, is just going to take me out the movie every single time, which you don't want to take me out the movie at all. You want me to keep in the movie. You want me to keep um, in the, the vein of um, Sir Elton John instead of saying that this is Taryn that's playing Elton John. You know, it, is, it goes back to what I've mentioned about Tom Hanks and how he looks somewhat like um, Mr. Rogers and just want to hear his voice. So just those kind of things when you play the character nice, but your visuals take you out the movie. So it, it harks back to that same kind of thing. The next thing I have here, next trailer I have here is um the Titans trailer. So it is um official trailer number two. It came out um over the past week, and the trailer is showing the Netflix property. So it's gonna be on Netflix. If you haven't heard about it, um. The Titans um, live-action TV show is going to be on DC streaming service in the United States. But overseas, um, it's going to be hard for them to get that service. So what they're going to do is put it on Netflix overseas. So Netflix just came out with a trailer for the the Titans um, TV show. So they added in a few more scenes than the actual DC streaming service um, trailer had, which is kind of cool. You get to see more into the... The dynamic between all four of them. I, I still don't like um, Starfire's look. She feels too 1940s for me. This It feels like they should have disciplined them with her. This, I think it might be the hair. I, I don't know. It just, there's something off about her. And I feel like they changed her storyline as well. So it, it feels like... It feels like they did, they tried to, to switch it up too much with that character. So it, just, it took me out, out the whole thing. Um, besides that... The Beast Boy character is starting to grow on me a little bit more. Um, he feels like he's going to be the only one that's kind of funny, which I kind of felt that there should have been experiences where Starfire is funny, where um, um, Raven is kind of funny, but more of like the, the dark humor kind of way, which I wouldn't mind. Dark humor from um, from her Raven would have been would have been nice. Um, that's kind of ways you need to inject humor in this whole thing so that it doesn't get too, too dark and doesn't feel like you're being like a broody TV show. Like you need, you need laughter. You need some kind of fun. So for me, I still get this one to three quarters up just because I, I still want to see the series. Um, it didn't take away from the whole thing. They did, um, go into a lot of the story itself. They did mention, um, why they're trying to find Raven. They did um, show um, Dick Grayson as a cop and how he's going to be interacting with other families from other people from the D, um, other people from the Batman family. He's mentioned that as well. So I kind of see more. 
Um, this trailer did not take away from the whole um, Titans series. It makes me want to see more from Titans. So I can't wait until it comes on the DC streaming service. I might have to get it like right now just to you know make sure I get the whole service itself. So for me, I get this one to three quarters of the way up. The next trailer I have here is the Spider-Man Into the um, Spider-Verse. So it's official trailer number two. So this one goes into a lot of the different Spider-People and the different um, Spider-Verses. And it's good. It really is good. You could barely even tell that um, Nicolas Cage is playing the, the newer Spider-Man, which is amazing. Um, every character, their voice sounds on point and where they're supposed to be. Um, I like the fact that, you know, Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker's Spider-Man is... It's more of like a, not really reject, he's more or less like um retired Spider-Man kind of, which is a good feeling vibe. He could play the mentor for um, Miles Morales, which it seems like he is doing for this whole thing. So I, I can't wait to see more. This really makes me excited for um, Christmas time, just because I, I really want to see exactly what happens from point A to point B. This is a trailer that... It did exactly what it was supposed to do. It expanded a little bit more into what the first trailer did and didn't spoil too much for you while at the same time give you a a very small glimpse into what the story is going to be about. So for me, I give this one a thumbs up just because I'm, I'm ready to see this movie. I'm ready to see more of it. Um, if they don't do any more trailers, I'll be happy just because from now to then... It's not too long of a period of time. It's like roughly two months or so. Um, I wouldn't mind them keeping the trailer I have now and probably cutting up a little bit more into different pieces. I'll be fine with that, but don't show any more because then you might run into a situation where you, you show too much, which right now it feels like they're at a point where it's a good, good section and a good feel and vibe. And if you do any more, then it might ruin the whole movie. So... I'm perfectly fine with what they have now. It makes me want to see more. So I'm I'm giving this one a thumbs up. The next trailer I have here is um Creed 2. So it's Attack of the, the Trailer 2s. So this is a second trailer for Creed. Um this one it made me excited. I'm not gonna lie. Um the first trailer that came out, I, I was hyped, but not as hyped. This trailer that came out now. I'm super hyped. I'm ready to see um, Drago, 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 Drago versus um, Creed. So part two. So I'm ready to see more. You get to see um, Ivan Drago and then Victor Drago, Victor Drago um, in the trailer itself. So you see that. You see the interaction between him and um, so, um, so, so Rocky, um, Rocky and um, Drago. They both face off in the ring, and I'm like. Ooh, that's kind of cool. That's, that's kind of nice. It brings like feels, brings like um, thoughts and memories of the, the old versions. So uh, I'm actually happy about this. Um, it it changes from the first one. This is a slight bit. It gives a little bit more of the story, which that's what you're supposed to do. And doesn't give away too much. I feel like the last, the last frame might have gave away too much. But at the same time... I, I can see why they did it, because, you know, you need some kind of action moves, you need some kind of um, boxing skills being showcased in this um, boxing movie um, trailer. So, for me, I wouldn't mind that, and I'm okay with it. But in general, this whole trailer is a, a thumbs up for me, just because there's things happening left and right, 
you get more of the story, you get more of what he's trying to do, you try to figure out what his motivations, and in this trailer alone, it shows quite a bit of his motivations, you find out what he's trying to fight for, you see that it's not just him just, you know, being prideful, it's just him showing that, yo, this is going to be a different situation, that he's going to try to bring back the name of Creed, and this is the best way to do it. I can be honest, for his move in the boxing world, him going after the person that that's the son of the person who killed his father, that's the best move when it comes down to it. Because then it shows that, one, you're a fighter, two, that um, you're not just a gimmick, and then three, you can bring back, one, the, the money and draw, because that, you know, Creed versus Drago Part 2, that's a draw right there, easily, when it comes down to it. And the fact that it's the sons fighting, it, it brings on legacy. And legacy is what you want to have in this Creed movie. And after this one, they could venture off on different other storylines and figure out what they want to do. But for this movie itself, having it where he's facing off with Drago, the best thing they could have done for this franchise right now. So for me, thumbs up. They're doing their thing, and I'm happy that, you know, this movie's continuing on with different um, stories and, you know, making things pop. So the next trailer here, and it's the final trailer I have for this section of Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down, is the Dark Phoenix. So, yeah, X-Men is coming out with one of their few final movies under their um, Fox banner. Um, so, it's kind of cool to see this trailer. This one gives a three quarters thumbs up just because the the film vibe is definitely amazing but i feel like it's going to be like a, a kind of like a rehash of x-men 3 the last stand i feel like it's going to hash over that quite a bit and also the storyline from the the x-men animated um um tv show which i feel like they'll mash it together which it, it could be okay but at the same time i feel like if they're going to copy everything left and right it feels like you might waste people's time, but so far from what this trailer is showing, it definitely shows that it's going to take it seriously and it's going to be something very, very important for the future. Probably not. Um, either very, very important for the future or it's final hurrah. And if it's the final hurrah, then go out with a bang. And this is probably one of the, the better storylines you can tell with what the characters you do have. And, I could see it being quite quite a good um, reiteration of the Last Stand uh, movie, and I, I could see quite I could see goodness in this one. Um, this is the whole reboot happened. You could see that they're really trying to work on these properties. They're really trying to tell better stories. Um, Apocalypse wasn't so good, but you could tell that they tried. And with this one, it's, it seems like they're gonna try even more. And if it is their last hurrah with these characters, then I'm perfectly happy with that. And I'm fine with if they recast the whole thing, if they really, really want to. So for me, this trailer itself did what it was supposed to do. It really, it got you into the world. It didn't give you too, too much of the story. And it made sure that you want a little bit more. So for me, three quarters of the thumbs up for this one. So we're in the next section, which is um, coming to theaters. So every week, there's a few movies that come into theaters, and I rank them from interested to I'll pass. 
So if you go on the actual um, podcast link, you'll see the trailers for these movies. So there are three movies that are coming out this week. Um, the first one is The Hate You Give. Um, the second one is the Venom movie starring um, Tom Hardy and A Star is Born starring um, um, Bradley Cooper and um, Lady Gaga. So first one is the, the Hate You Give. So this one, it's a very, very hot topic. It's probably not as hot as it was a couple of years ago as it is as it is now kind of because we're kind of in the like the me too moments right now back then it was the the black lives matter so this is mostly a black lives matter movie it, it seems like it's cool it seems like it's it will bring some kind of emotion but for me i give it a semi pass just because i'm kind of over it i really am it just it feels like they should have definitely struck struck when the iron's hot and they should have brought this movie out a couple of years ago, back when Black Lives Matters was such a a great and grand, you know, thought process for everyone. Now it's kind of dying down a little bit, which is it's sad to hear that. But at the same time, it's what happens, you know, the fads of the world where folks are, you know, on these bandwagons here and there. Um, it's cool to see that this movie is coming out and that it has a message behind it, which I'm all for the message. But for the movie, it feels like it's not going to be something that's going to be fully worthwhile. It feels like it's going to be like a glorified um, posting from the internet, kind of. Not the right way to say it, but it feels like it's going to be a news article that's like stretched out quite a bit, which sometimes those work and sometimes don't work as well because... When you're telling a story, hopefully your story makes sense. Hopefully it's not to a point where you're trying to hit too many heartstrings and then your story falls very flat. Uh, I hope that the story has some kind of substance that it doesn't just tell a few plot points and just say, okay, we're going to in- introduce all these um, normal tropes and say, all right, that's what the movie basically is about. So hopefully it works out well. But for me, I give some of my passes because it's it doesn't really speak to me, to be honest. Uh, I go to the movies to escape life, not to, you know, dive right into the real-life scenarios that happens, like, every day. So, for me, this, I escape things when I watch movies. So, I give this some of my pass. The next movie I have here is Venom. So, I'm actually quite interested to see this movie. Um, Venom looks very, very good. The funny thing about it, um, they just got... Uh, like trolled bad reviews um from the fans of lady gaga which i find kind of hilarious when i was actually looking at uh, movie news um early today and to hear that that happened is kind of funny kind of hilarious because when when i heard the first um reviews from this movie i heard that it was like on par with like spider-man 3 and i was like ooh no please don't be that way um hopefully this movie is good so I haven't heard much else about this movie. So hopefully it does well. It looks like it should. Um, Tom Hardy's a great actor. So I kind of want to see more of the portrayal of this whole thing. It feels like it should be good. I still got to see the graphics because um, the graphics for Venom looks a little weird to me. But that could just be me. Um, but so far from what the movie's portraying, well, movie, from what the trailer's portraying, it looks like it'll be a, 
a okay movie. Uh, I can't tell much else from it. You have to go see it and see exactly how you feel about the whole thing itself. But for me, um, this one gets it quite interesting just because um, I really want to see what they come up with with this character now that um, they've wiped off the stench of um, Spider-Man 3 for the most part. Um, some people will remember that movie, but if this movie does well, it will completely erase the thought process of Spider-Man 3 altogether. So I'm, I'm all for it. The next one here is... um. It stars Born. So, this movie stars Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I can be honest, the first trailer I loved, really, really loved that trailer. The second trailer, I didn't love as much. The third one, I thought was okay. Um, so, in trailer aspect, um, not so well. But from the first trailer, if I go based off of that, I think this movie should be good. Um, I'm kind of excited to see it. From here, I put semi-interested, um, which is very, very true. I, I really want to see exactly what it comes up with. I want to see how does the story unfold. I like the fact that um, Dave Chappelle's in as well. He's such a great actor. Well, more comedian. Um, but I, I love to see him in different roles that he's able to play. So, I can't wait to see more. I really can't. Um, I'm probably going to go see it this weekend just because I, I really want to see what happens exactly because the trailers don't really give you much it, it covers a little bit of the story it feels like he's a um a magician that's off his off his luck kind of and he's going for like the last big hurrah and it looks like it should be good it looks like it should be something that will definitely bring some kind of feeling out in me and it should have great uh, musical numbers so th those are cool things when you come down to this kind of movie so I, I can't wait to see it i really can't so um that's all i have for this episode um you can find us on all social medias on instagram facebook tumblr youtube itunes at bring on reviews you can find us on twitter at bring on reviews know the not one you can use the hashtag bring on reviews for any comments personal reviews and suggestions you might have even visit the website which is bringonreviews.com for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well if you love watching tv shows enjoy watching movies therefore you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews if you want to write for reviews for this website please email me at info at bringonreviews.com and use the subject line i want to join the review team um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at DwightAntC. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviews next time.